My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. A warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. I am excited today, straight out of Richmond, Virginia, the lawn care rookie, Nate Lore, Talia Farrow. Beautiful. I got your Perfect. name right, you finally. It. The Lawn Care Rookie is here today. We are going to share the story of how the GIE rally started and uh, where it's at today, where it's going in the future. A really exciting event that you host and uh, excited to hear this story. Well, let's talk a little bit about brick by brick of how this whole GIE rally started and where it got to today. So if you don't know who Geek the Freak is, because there's some new newer folks right. In the green industry, and they're like, Disney, a basketball player? <laughs> the, the Greek freak. Yeah. So he was this charismatic YouTuber that would make these videos, and he had this anointing where you could just watch him for hours, just ramble on about his day, and he would cut these small little yards in, where was it, Missouri or Illinois? Il, uh, Illinois, yeah. With just his little uh, mower he'd pick up from Lowe's, just little $25 cuts. And it was mesmerizing to watch. And so in one of his videos, he's like, hey, I'll be at, in Louisville, Kentucky for the GIE Expo. Uh, why don't we go ahead and meet up if you'd like to meet me? And next thing you know, there was a there's a handful of people that showed up. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and the, the first year, there was, like you said, only a handful of people. I, I wasn't one of them. The majority of us didn't go because it was – so new and so soon and we didn't really have a chance to coordinate and save up money and all that i mean a lot of us were in very similar situations with our businesses very early on you know and uh whether whether some of some of the guys like blake were were young you know and couldn't just like travel on their own they needed their parents to come stuff like that um or you know guys like myself were solo trying to just trying to make our business successful for our family and pay our bills. The last thing we needed to do was spend several hundred dollars to travel to Kentucky and stuff. So we just couldn't justify that at that, that quickly. But you know, when we saw how successful it was, when we waited for some of the YouTube videos like geek to freak and um, uh, Keith Kelpis and Spencer's lawn care and who everyone else that was there at the time, you know, we were like, man, we got to go next year. That, that looked yep. awesome. So that that's when like everyone came the next year. It was like probably like a hundred people showed up, you know, the, the the maybe a little less actually because the first year was probably like you said a handful maybe a couple maybe a dozen at the most and then when when I went there was probably a good 50 60 people maybe I don't you know it, it was more it was there was still plenty of room you know to, to navigate around and it wasn't all congested um, and then and then that's when it got crazy the following year because we just really hit it hard with social media and just the community was growing. More people were were creating YouTube channels. More people were watching our YouTube channels, and it was just it was just networking really took off. And the GIE Expo became like that that hub for everyone to come together and connect. And then you know Pleasure Ridge P Pleasure Ridge Pizza was that meeting area where we would all rally together, and it was just it was just uh, 
a lot of people came that that next year and it, it was so many that we couldn't even fit so at this point greg geek the freak his his name's greg he had a second channel that he made videos with his two daughters and about toys and there's a whole controversy about that and youtube actually took his channel down after incredible success i mean he was getting tens of millions of views he'd upload yeah. a video and I'd be looking, 700,000 views, 900, oh, a million views. It's been up for five hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would just, next thing, you know, next day it's got 5 million, 10 million. Yeah. And we're not going to get into all the controversy with right. YouTube. They took his video down, and then he's been kind of hidden uh, for a while, if you will. Yeah. And you felt a burden on your heart. You're like, we had so much momentum going. There's right. so many people that are excited to, to go to this, this was like the one big event for people in the lawn care, landscaping, green industry, YouTube community to get together. This was right. it. And you didn't want to see it die. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because I was there and I knew how much it meant to me. And I knew how much it meant to everyone else that was there. You know, the, the first year I went was when I met Greg, you know, with Geek to Freak. And that was his last year. You know, it was his second year in his last year. And it was my first year meeting him and everything. And and at that time, my channel had been up for, you know, over a year. And I had, you know, a couple thousand subscribers or something at the time. And people knew who I was, you know. Uh, so it was kind of weird for me because I was stuck in the, I was in the middle. Like, you know, I, I was looking up to Greg and, and, you know, Top Notch and everyone else like that I was watching all the time, but finally getting to meet them in person for the first time. So I was kind of like in awe and excited and trying to talk to them in person and stuff. And, uh, you know, we all knew each other and everything just through social media and talking, you know, through that way. But it was our first face to face. So I was kind of overwhelmed with that experience. And at the same time, I had people feeling that way about me because they were watching my videos and they don't have videos. They're just they just watch my videos and they, you know, they looked up to me or I helped suggest something that helped them in their business or their life. So they're trying to shake my hand and talk to me and get pictures with me. And so I was like in the middle of that. So it was an interesting, overwhelming dynamic. You know, it wasn't like I went in as just a fan and it wasn't like I went in as just an influencer. I was both. I was both a fan and an influencer. So it was an overwhelming. How, how did that time. make you feel for someone, a stranger to come up and ask for a picture or yeah. want to shake your hand and tell tell you how they watch your videos and it impacted their life? Yeah, it, it was very, very humbling, and it was very um, it was very rewarding for all the amount of time and personal, you know, personal experiences, you know, that I would pour out onto my YouTube channels and uh, my YouTube videos and, and, you know, take a lot of slack sometimes from people and deal with all that kind of nonsense. And, you know, it, it, it was very, it felt good to be able to see that kind of like the fruit of your labor like wow I really actually did help people you know and I always said early on my wife was like what are you doing like you have a YouTube, you're going to make a YouTube channel you know like it's it's like if one per if you know one person messages me or emails me or whatever and says that I helped them in some way that makes it all worth it to me you know to me it's never been about the numbers it's never been about having the biggest YouTube channel and being all famous or anything like that or making all this money or having all these opportunities. It's always just been about impacting people's lives. And and so when that was where it all came to fruition, you know, because wow. people were shaking my hand, like like Matt LaMarche, we, we forgot to talk about it yesterday, but, you know, he reminded me on his uh, Snapchat story um, a while back. He was saying that 
the first time we met, you know, it was a little awkward, you know, but I don't really remember it being awkward, but maybe for him he felt awkward because he was the fan, you know, that watched me and he just came up to me, I guess, in the middle of everything and was just like, hey, I just want to shake your hand. You know, I know it's been busy and you got a lot of people want to talk to you, but I just want to shake your hand and say, you know, you really helped me in my business, you know, because wow. we came from a similar background. He was in corporate right, America. Right. I was in corporate America and he was trying to make that transition. And I guess some of the things that I talked about helped him get through those tough times and transition. And he's never looked back ever since. And that was like one of the deepest, most impactful moments for me. Two people, him and another guy, both uh, came up to me and, and, and said that. And, you know, separate times and that that. So that's what I'm saying. It was an overwhelming experience for me having that kind of stuff happen. And then me feeling that way about some other people like Greg really has helped me. He ha had helped me through some things, too. I had emailed him privately and we had talked about stuff. And, you know, he had told me, like, you know, people are always quick to tell you what they can't do. You know, they're quick to tell you what you can't do because they can't do it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's like just forget about them and just do what you got to do, you know, do you and, and all that kind of stuff. And he was always very motivational. I think that was very um, uh, appealing to most people as well and why he was one of those guys but uh yeah so it was just a very overwhelming experience but it was very um rewarding so back to so this is year two of the pizza ridge meetup where yeah. greg chisholm the the founder if you will he's still present and this is all organic this isn't sponsored right. by some company right. at the time this yeah. is just greg puts on the youtube video hey guys i'm gonna be at this place come visit me Right. And then everyone else watching is like jealous. They're like, oh, man, I wish I could go. Or can I go? Can I still go? And then yeah. the people that weren't able to go is like, oh, I want to I want to go. I had a commitment that second year with my broadcasting career here in Atlanta that I was like, it's the same week. I was like, oh, my goodness. So yeah. I missed year two. So then uh, was there a third year of Pleasure Ridge? Or? No. OK, so no. so that was the uh, last year at the Mega Cavern. Well, wait, wait, no, there, no, I'm there sorry. was there, three there, years. There was three years, but I didn't go to the first one. Gotcha. So I always forget about the first year. It was very small. Small. Yeah. yeah. So so year three blows up. You're realizing you probably ain't going to be able to fit at Pleasure Ridge year four. Yeah, we and then we couldn't fit in Pleasure Ridge year, year three. three. Right. <laughs> it was out of control. And then Greg exits. Well, no, Greg wasn't at that one. Oh, he wasn't at yet. He was Part at the first two. So year three was when, you know, we blew it up on social media. I created the Facebook group and everyone went all in. Right. And tons of people showed up, like triple the people as the previous year, like 150 probably people showed up at Pleasure Ridge. And there's people spilled into the parking lot. People were Ubering there. Stan parked down the street and walked all the way down. Like people were like driving by and was like, man, I don't, I don't even know. This is too much for me. And they got all overwhelmed yeah. and left. And all that, all that feedback, people texted me and called me and said, sorry, bro. I'll have to see you another time. I can't. I can't make it. It's too crowded. And and wow. that's what really motivated me to find a bigger place. I'm like, what are we gonna do? And the brands were like, some of the brands that were there that we invited, um, that we started making connections with, were like, you know, maybe we can help. You know, throw in some money for a bigger place. And wow. that's when that all started. You know, the wheels started spinning in my head. Wow. So you started talking to them. So you leave October. You know, year three of the GIE rally. And you're pretty much already determined. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm taking the lead of this yeah. thing. Yeah, I I, I went I went, to, I went to work. You know, I went to wow. work. Started contacting these guys. You know, I waited till after the holidays and stuff. So like you know January and actually I think literally in October. You know that after that I, I was following up with them. And then after the after the holidays and everything, you know we 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 hit it hard. And I started talking to all of them and emailing them and like, hey, so you guys said you want to do this. What do you really want to do? What do we you know and and really just just 
you know, put them, put them to the, to their word, you know, and see what we could actually get accomplished. So, so last year was year one at the Louisville mega cavern. Yeah. And that was my first year. So I didn't have I had the experience of watching, you know, Keith Calfus's right. video where he gets tackled, you know, basically <laughs> showing up yeah. year three. And last year, I would say was a home run success. It was just there were so many people there that we all connect and we're friends with online through Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, you know, Periscope's dead, Blake. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Periscope's kind of uh, yeah. kind of been dead. But it was almost like nobody wanted to leave. Everyone's just lingering and talking. Oh, hey, hey. Right. I mean, yeah, there's the big shots there. Top Brian, top notch, and Stan yeah. Genetic, and right. you, and Blake. And everyone kind of wants to meet the quote-unquote celebrities, the yeah. YouTubers. But there's the other community who, who maybe people aren't, aren't comfortable in front of the camera, and they don't have any ambition to, to have that. a YouTube channel, but they love the community. We're, 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 yes, there's haters out there, but for the real tight-knit group, we want to see other people succeed. Brian Ring just gave me a 48-inch commercial mower and a, a trailer to help with efficiency with my crew because he wants to see me win. Right. There's a whole bunch of Brian Rings out there right. that are cheering other, oh, you don't know this about fertilizer? Let me let me help you. That we Shoot that on that. We don't, there's, there's this camaraderie of people right. that want to help each other out. So now we're, we're just a month out from this year, yeah. and what's it looking like for this year? It's, I mean, it, it, the it's looking, um, it's looking like it's going to be the just as fantastic, if not better. Better. I mean, I don't know. Every year, I'm like, how can we make it better? You know. But so, um, everything is basically the same as last year. You know, we just we just switched a couple of little minor, you know, um, housekeeping things here and there. You know, behind the scenes. But everything's still going to be. It's still going to be at the mega caverns. We're still going to be catered. Um, all the main sponsors. Um, still echoes the main sponsor, and then we have, uh, you know, Skag and Toro Jobber. Um, that the uh, jobber is the new sponsor this year last year ventrac was in there but this year it's jobber so basically everything is still the same just a few little details here and there we're going to change like how things are set up a little bit because it's just, it was just so crowded and i try to anticipate that but i anticipated like 200 people and over 300 people showed up because you know just not everyone uh communicates everything and because everything is still organic you know you were saying pre prior that this is when it was still organic at Pleasure Ridge, but it's still organic. And that's another mm -hmm. reason why I wanted to kind of keep keep the lead on this and create LCR Media and have uh, an organic influencer-led company so that we can continue this, you know, rally influencer-driven, you know, for influencers, by influencers, you know, like for the community, by the community, all that stuff. Um, and not let any companies take control of it because they started to want to. One of them in particular right. tried to like, hey, you know, we can coordinate all this. We can, we can, um, you know, get all the money from everyone and we can write the check because I'm sure you're not going to write the check, you know, right? You know, all this stuff and tried to like play that game. And I was like, you know, and so they're like, why don't you just give me all the contacts that you have for all the companies and we'll just take care of it. And I was just thinking to myself, that doesn't really sit right with me. Like, I don't right. think that that's, that that's going to go very well. I'm like, you know what? I am going to do it. I'm going to create my own separate business entity and all the money is going to funnel through that company and I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not going to let these companies take it over. So it, so it remains organic. I mean, yes, the sponsors still want to contribute. So yeah, they put a little blurb here and there on their appropriate community type social media posts, but it's not like something that's like advertised, you know, um, like uh, like paid for advertising or anything like that. It's all organic through social media. You know, we all post it as influencers. 
I talk about it in the group, the Facebook group, Road to the GA Expo, and some of the sponsors have started talking about it on their social media platforms when they're talking about the GIE Expo because that's where it's appropriate. It's not like they're trying to sell a product or something. They're just trying to share this event with the community so that hopefully we don't miss anyone because it's the biggest thing that still bothers me to this day, and Blake will say this over and over again. Um, he tells me this all the time that someone will want to meet him you know, and people have sent this to me also. They wanted to meet me, and, and for some reason they just never knew that there, was a, that there was a rally, that there was a meetup of any kind. You know, they're trying to find us at the expo, which is a needle in a haystack yeah. at times, unless they have our cell phone number and they're calling us, and even still you can't even hear, and it's just crazy. So that's why we try to have these coordinated meetups so that people know where to find us and, you know, talk to us for a little while. And the, the rally is like the biggest one of them all, the Mac Daddy, where we all get together um, in one area and, and we can meet up. So, but there's still people that don't know about it for some reason. It's wow. like, geez, how much do we have to do to, to get the word out there? So that's what YouTubers are, you got confirmed to be there this year? Uh, everyone, you know, top notch, Stan, uh, B and B Calfus is coming. Yep. Calfus is coming. Um, you know, Kevin fall river, Brian's lawn maintenance, you know, ring a ding, uh, yeah, ring a ding, Andy cut and clean. I mean, you know, the you list goes it. on and the on. The list goes on and on. People yeah. go, Hey, you didn't say my name, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The list, the list goes, goes on, on and on. on. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they'll talk about it on their social media. That's always the plan is just, you know, everyone can kind of promote themselves, you know, so that there's not like, I don't, you know, because it's organic, it's not no one's paying for this. You know, it's all free to get in. You get to eat for free. You just have to pay for your alcohol if you want. And there's a cash bar there. It's the sponsors that are paying for it. And all they want to do is just be on, on the T-shirt that everyone gets. And they have a table at the front. If they have something to give away, you grab it. They say, hi, thanks for coming. And then they kind of mingle with everyone. No one's talking yeah. business, you know, unless they want to. Everyone's just kind of hanging out. And that's what it's all about. Um, and, and everyone, you know, is promoting themselves like, hey, yeah, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. So it's not like I have a guest list. There's no VIP uh, or there's no RSVP. I mean, I do have an event and I do want people to click going so that I can have a general guideline as to how many people are coming. But last year, 200 people clicked going and then they brought like their friends and their family and kids. And it was like an awesome thing. Yeah. But now we then we had over 300 people. It, it was I was greeting with ring out front for a lot of it. And it was just so cool to see some of the dads, you know, bring in their 13 year old kid. And, and I was kind of Brian Ring was the main greeter, but I was kind of like the backup greeter. And people are like, is, is Blake here? Like they were like, I was like these little kids. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's inside. Oh, and they're like taking off, yeah. running through the hallway. And it just it brought so much joy yeah, uh, really. that you've uh, protected us. So I know it's for me. I remember uh, Greg's initial video when he was like, hey, want to be there? And I even thought about it. I was like, man, maybe I should go. And I couldn't. And then the second year, you know, I just kept couldn't because my uh, schedule. But now we're in year five. Where do you see this thing going in the future? Are you going to try to preserve this or what's, what's your mentality? Because I know a lot of people are kind of like nervous. It's going to get sold Too out. Too big or sold. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, as, as long as I'm involved, I, I don't ever want it to become um, um, what people would think sell out where it's just like a mini expo and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I just want it to be to continue to be a networking event, you know, a place for everyone to get together and not have to worry about paying for anything, not have to worry about eating anything. You know, everything is provided. I Basically, my goal has always been to just make Pleasure Ridge bigger. You know what I mean? Wow. Like if I could just grow the actual physical size of Pleasure Ridge pizza, then I would have. 
but you know they we were at their biggest location they have two we were at the biggest one there's the outdoor section indoor section and it was out of control you know there's just not enough room for for all of us to show up so we had to go to bigger venues so if anything we might have to go to a bigger venue you know we'll just keep going to bigger venues which gets tricky because you still want to keep that same organic format and i thought right. a, a lot about I looked at so many places in Louisville. One, you know, pricing, trying to keep the pricing down because even though these companies are willing to sponsor, they're not willing to drop a ton of money. Right, right, right. So that's why there's so many sponsors so I could kind of divide the costs up throughout everyone so I wasn't putting all the burden on, on one brand and things like that. But so, you know, I'm looking at the, the pricing and also the type of venue so that I can still have that same feel that I felt the first time I went you know, to, to pleasure rich pizza at that meetup, you know, I, I want to keep that same feel. And I think I was successful last year. And a lot of people told me that some of my critics even told me that at the event, like, wow, you, you, you really, you did it. It's not like a, it's not an echo event. It's not a, you know, whatever, whatever they thought it's, it's legit. It's the exact same thing as it has been just bigger and better. More people came and that's all I wanted a place for more people to come and keep the same vibe going. I think there's some newness going on. You know, I mean, it's zip lining and ro ropes course and stuff that was in that room. So that yeah. was a whole new element. But I mean, overall, I think it was the exact same feel with a little bit better, if that's even possible. So I, I just want to keep keep protecting that, you know, as long as physically possible. And, uh, you know, grow if it needs to get bigger then it will get bigger and it, it will be challenging and i keep coming uh going to my peers and asking everyone for feedback and you know i don't have any official paid employees or counsel or anything i just rely on my fellow peers and influencers and ask them for their opinions as well as the people that have gone gone uh to to the events and i ask for que ask questions and polls in the Facebook group, try and get some ideas on, on how to maybe improve some things like catering. So I changed caterers so we could have better food. So those are the things that I always keep in mind. That is awesome. Well, he is the man, the myth, the legend. How do you pronounce your name? I'm sure everyone butchers it. Naylor Talia Farrow. Talia Farrow. Did I say it right? Yep. There you go. The lawn care rookie. So I'm sure everyone listening already knows who you are, but for the one guy out there that's like, I don't, I don't know the lawn care rookie. How do they connect with you on Instagram, YouTube, et cetera? Uh, everywhere and anywhere it's lawn care rookie. So, I mean, even YouTube, if you type in LCR, most likely it, it's still going to be lawn care rookie. So lawn care rookie is where it's at. You know, LCR is just the abbreviated version, you know, kind of the people were calling me that. So I just made it, made it my own, you know, and that's, that's LCR Media is my second company, but everything is is Lawn Care Rookie. I do have an Instagram page for LCR Media, which is more driven for like these type of interviews and um, you know the the GIE Expo and anything related to the rally and all that. Um, and everything else, my my lawn care business and all that is all on on my Lawn Care Rookie Instagram um, page and everything else. So Facebook. Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Twitter, everything's Lawn Care Rookie. So it's really so easy go, to find. Go follow the Lawn Care Rookie. Honored to call you a friend. And have, I've, I've watched you from the, or, the origin. You know, I was probably one of your first uh, subscribers. And uh, just to see how far you've come in your lawn care business, which we have another episode where you share your story from going from uh, retail management to running a lawn care company solo and then having an actual crew. Mm -hmm. uh, you can check out the other episode to listen to that. And to see you emerge as a social media influencer, but you're the guy that is just so respected in the industry. And it's because, as you shared earlier, your end game is that guy shaking your hand and saying thank you. 
Right. That's your greatest reward. Right. And you can, that's why people trust you. That's why people feel there's a sincerity to you. And the other things fall into place, the right. brand deals, the the money, all that stuff is falling into place, but you're not chasing after that. Exactly. And you can tell when someone's, they, they want the, the coin or the, the blower or whatever. And, and it just, it just something they, something just feels a little off. Right. But with you, you, you care about people and you've changed people's lives with the information you share of the, the mistakes you've made, the things you've learned along the way. And so I'm just honored, you know, the five years that we've been connecting through, you know, YouTube comments to meeting face to face. I remember we were in Louisville, Kentucky. Naylor's like, hey, can you help me carry this? Uh, Richie Plemons made you that really nice flag. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, do you think you can give me a ride back to my hotel? So we start walking. We it would have been it would have been easier for you to walk to your hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Jay Rizzy <laughs> is like, oh yeah, I'll give you a ride. We ended up getting lost in his yeah, car. He, like parked over in Indiana somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So we would have. But uh, that was when we met in person. Uh, so honored to call you a friend. Check him out if you don't know who he is. The Lawn Care Rookie. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. Joining me in the studio today, straight out of Richmond, Virginia. It's a big city. (laughs) Naylor, California. Oh, my God. Did I mess it up? (laughs) I I swear I really think you're doing this on purpose. Talia Farah. There you go. Talia Farrow. Talia Farrow. Yeah, maybe if it's if I write it down for you, please. You know, then Talia Farrow. You can sound no Talia Farrow. <laughs> Talia Farrow. Oh man, you gotta sound it out, man. Here we go. Nailer. Am I doing Nailer okay? I don't want to get into that because that's a whole other can of worms. No one pronounces my first name properly, so we'll just stick with. Are you serious? Yep. What is? How do you say it? Nailer. No, it's it's exactly how phonetically it's Nailor. Here I'm gonna write. Nailor. Nailor. There you go. Nailor. Yeah. Talifero. Look at all the letters, man. Talia Fero. Talia Fero. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia, straight out of Richmond, Virginia. Joined live in studio today, Naylor. Naylor. <laughs> Naylor Talia Farrow. Perfect. The lawn care rookie. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Paul. Thanks again for listening to that episode with the Lawn Care Rookie, Naylor Talia Farrell. I had a great time hanging out with Naylor. And actually, we sat in the studio for about 90 minutes and just talked. So I'm going to break up uh, my conversation with him into a few different interviews. So be checking the archives. Go ahead and subscribe. That way you can uh, get all the future shows and uh, see the archives there. And uh, if you want to hear more from my conversations with Naylor, there will be more episodes with him. And I wanted to ask you a big favor to please, A, subscribe, and B, which would really help me out, leave a review. I'm new to this podcasting thing, and it's so much fun. I really look forward. I got a lot of awesome interviews lined up, and I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. But basically right now, iTunes has no idea who I am and what the Green Industry Podcast is all about. 
So if you could please leave a review, it would help me out a lot in the rankings and get some momentum going with this podcast. So please, in iTunes, subscribe and leave a review. I would definitely appreciate it. We're also in Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. I just know that the vast majority listen in iTunes. And so please leave a review. I would appreciate it so much. Thank you guys. See you soon.